Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course, I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Am I the Asshole podcast. I'm Danny Vega, joined by my lovely co-host, Sarah Levine and birthday girl today, Oh, today's your actual birthday? Yeah, today's my actual birthday. Yay, I'm Happy 28. birthday. Thank you. And we are here as <laughs> for Sarah's uh, birthday. We have a child's party entertainer. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. She's the amazing host <laughs> of a great podcast that uh, has even had me on it a few times. What an honor. I've been on Keith and the Girl. She is the girl of Keith and the Girl. <laughs> give it up for Hemda, everybody. I know I said give it up. Thank you. <laughs> I know. We're all going to like I'll just Clap. wait. <laughs> Thank you for gendering me right. Sarah, it's your birthday? Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like you should have given a heads up. I would have brought my balloon animals. Oh, oh my wow. God. Wow, I fucked yes. up so bad. <laughs> do you not think your birthday is a big deal? Like, do you not make a big deal out of it? No, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm 28. It's kind of a random birthday, but I celebrated on Friday. I did, like, a thing at a bar with, like, a bunch of people. So now it's Tuesday, and I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. It's Tuesday. Wow, I'm so not as nice as you are I'm like where's my massage I don't understand it's my special day I came out of a vagina like pretty crazy well I think I was born via c-section but still close enough well maybe that's why I'm such an asshole about it yeah right (laughs) there's an entitlement you have when you're vagina born (laughs) you can tell right oh absolutely so I I actually have never asked you about this on your show but like I kind of do think of you know, I feel because Keith and the girl is like 14 years old. Mm-hmm. It's it's an older show, but I Amazing. guess through today's politically correct lens, mm-hmm. the girl almost kind of plays a little bit like, well, oh, she's just the girl. Yeah, I get so much shit for that. And what's weird is oh. I get it through Keith and I'm like, well, since you're so <laughs> feminist, you can talk directly to me. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's really oh, a weird thing. Yeah, it really brings out a lot of people's weird um, fake PC stuff because even somebody was like oh i can't believe you're called the girl meanwhile i named the show thank you very much uh, i mean it's oh catchy thank you 
And Keith and Hemda doesn't really roll off. And <laughs> like people have been like, well, you can at least be Keith and the pretty girl. And I'm like, ew, that's, that's your worse. version. That's, of, yeah, that's way worse. Yeah. How is that your feminist version of Keith and the girl? <laughs> but we start when we started, I wasn't in comedy. I was pursuing singing and uh, Keith was my boyfriend. Please don't hold it against me. So <laughs> and, funny. and he wanted to start a podcast, but he didn't really like the idea of talking to himself. And so it was really. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is yeah. that, that's OK. Yeah. Isn't that so flattering? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really and I wasn't going to be on it. Um, because he was so much more open with his personal life than I was. And I didn't want to stop that. Like I did not agree with everything that he said on his, um, blog, which he had like a pretty popular blog. And so I wanted to not stifle that, you know, if he wants to talk about the weirdness of like his dating life or, or his history, his parents, you know, he was so open about it. And, and, um, I even said that in his blog, when we started dating, he would, speak openly about our sex life. And I, and I was Ooh. totally cool with that. But I was like, maybe don't put Hamda because I'm pursuing my own thing. And the internet was so new. I didn't want oh. like his stories about me to come up first. So he'd be like me and the girl, blah, blah, blah. So he'd oh. find creative ways to not say my name. So when this started, I said, hey, Keith and the girl is so fitting. This is your show. It started off very much for him. But I, man, I fell in love with it super easy. And by the third show, I was like, I had two abortions. I gotta tell you everything. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Only not two? the abortions, no, just that the whole history the of the abortions. Yeah, no, that's amazing. great. That's rich. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. So you were also telling us uh, that you used to be a children's party entertainer. I mean, that yes. is incredible. For like twelve or thirteen years. Oh my God. I loved it. I've always loved children. I I don't want any of my own, but I love borrowing kids and like. <laughs> hanging out and and like especially getting paid for hanging out with your kids but it was always about kids I tutored I babysat I right. did kids parties and then I got into comedy and I don't know kids were not as funny anymore. why <laughs> when I tell people I like to borrow kids everyone gets super weird I mean you have no. a vibe <laughs> yeah. so so like so you did a variety of things kind of mm -hmm. but like did you like dress as like a you said you had balloon animals earlier you were serious. I did balloon animals face wow. painting kitty magic I ran double dare games I was Dora what? the Explorer I was <laughs> a power there. ranger I was at some point I was a Power Ranger every weekend. Oh my god. Oh yeah, my you god. could see the lining of my undies and bra. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, you need to make this a little thicker. We are with kids. <laughs> it was so weird. But the the it was such a cool job, especially for an artist. You know, it was like mostly weekends and you got to pick and choose. And uh, sometimes you wear the big head costumes, just sweating through the summer. But no. But at some point, like by the, you know, middle of this career, it feels funny to say my clown career. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was making $100 an hour, which, hey. you know, even now is really decent. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was able to make like all my money on the weekend or whenever. Flexible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, cool. In other news, I'm quitting. <laughs> wow i want to be a clown now forget yeah. comedian this is way too hard let's yeah. just go clown that sounds great so uh you were mentioning also that you know the kids they're gems but the parents yeah nightmare i mean the the parents will be a nightmare way before the kids will be i'm not saying kids are all perfect of but course, they're a yeah. lot easier to be like but the parents <laughs> they'll get really upset like they'll get genuinely upset with you about things where it's like wow you really can't manage your emotions very well oh like, you're 10 minutes late which Granted, in a one-hour party, you know, that's not cool, but they're like, 
they'll open the door and just, oh, you ruined my whole party. And I'm like, this is a two-year-old's party. And they just shut their hands. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that this is not that important. But, you know, you kind of have to bring it back and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to get started right away. I, I'm always a late person. So I learned how to, like, get everything really organized, like, five seconds into when I walk in. So I made up for it. One time I walk in. And I'm, I'm going to be Dora the Explorer for real for these two-year-olds. And, and I walk in like me and then I change there because, you know, it's, you know, sometimes I would ride my, uh, I would drive my car or take the train as a clown. I fully was like not embarrassed by any that. of it. I thought you were going to say drive a giant tricycle with a huge front tire. Isn't that the only way a clown can go? Oh, oh that yeah. is just perfect. Yes. <laughs> or a tiny car with a million people in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like a New York City apartment. Yeah, yes. true. <laughs> and so I, you know, I come in and not a lot of um, children's party entertainers are like even brown skin, black skin. Like there's no ethnicity there. So I played like every ethnic ca- character. Oh my God. So I'm Dora the Explorer, and it's not like I look like Dora the Explorer, but your your kid is two and I'm coming out of the TV, okay? I had the outfit, I had the backpack, I had, you know, the cadence with two-year-olds. I was good with them. And she opened it, this woman opened the door, and she's like, oh my God, you don't look anything like Dora. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to trick your kids so hard. (laughs) You're going to think they're stupid. (laughs) You're going to worry and like have them take tests for intellect. Like that's how good I'm going to be. I didn't say that, but it was like very, you know, like, listen, you can be upset with me, but do you want me to start? Right. So by the time I started, she already called the company to complain. Oh my God. By the time I was done, she was so happy. She tipped me. So I still got the complaint from the office, but they know how crazy parents are. So they were right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are totally cool with this. They're like, oh, sorry. Our real Dora lookalike was out on a job. What are they going to do? That's so funny. Yeah, it was really fun. But when the kids were jerks, like we had, uh, I knew like some stilt walkers and some people who really, I mean, this craft is really hard, like jugglers that can juggle, like they'll, they'll wow adults also. And so bar mitzvahs would hire these people big mistake (laughs) i talked to a stilt walker once and you know it's a very dangerous job and you're amongst like 12 year old assholes and uh, this one kid kept trying to push him over oh and he goes yeah like just you're so comfortable as an 11 12 13 year old going like this man is gonna just fall down on his stilts oh my god so the guy leaned over and he's like if you fucking touch me one more goddamn time I'm gonna rip your fucking face off do you get what I'm saying like right in his eye and the kid didn't bother him and we've all had little moments like that where it's like oh you're really an asshole and no one has ever talked to you in the way that you're gonna get spoken to as an adult right so shut the fuck up oh my god (laughs) and it's fine I think that's the right way to do it like yeah you're going to kill a human being. I can get to use the word fuck on you. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. That seems fair to me. Now, I have another question because I think it's really interesting. You know, comedians will like kind of call each other clowns. Kind <laughs> of, but I would I would be way more afraid to play a room of not two year olds because like, what are they? That's just amoebas. But like, <laughs> that's true. Seven to like 14. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, those are the meanest people on the planet. Do you, but did you have an act? That was my, like, did you kind of have a set? Did you know what was going to go yeah, down? Yeah. I had so many. I had the set for your two-year-old, for your four-year-old, for your seven-year-old, for 11-year-old. Can you I, give us a seven-year-old bit or like It's not, it's routine? like I had these kitty magic things. And okay. so you're making, we're pretending to bake a cake and I'm like, okay, 
I create this invisible oven on stage that all I do is, you know, just make a box with my hands. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. now we're going to open it up. And I pretend like it's too hard. Now everybody's pretending from their seat to open it. And then when they do open it, I fall down because they opened it so hard. Like junk like that. <laughs> That's cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> just really silly things. I'm just seeing the other clown like coming up to you like, hey, you going to do ovens or what? Can I, can I do ovens tonight? Because ovens is the hidden. You know, my set is it's rough. I'm trying out some new tonight. That's really great. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like old man jokes that work on them. Like you go to the birthday kid, how old are you? And he's like six. And I'm like, 60? Wow. And they're like, no, you're crazy, man. I always do that joke at, I, I think I did it at your birthday party. I mean, I pretty much never miss it. And like, it was something my mom always like set up for us to do. But it's like every birthday she'd have, it'd be like, happy 25th, mom. You know, it's just like. Yes. It's yeah. a cla- like, do you think that's a classic bit or sh- is it tired? Should I retire? Am I becoming a dad joker? You know, that's what I'm afraid oh, of. Oh, are you not to begin with? <laughs> I'm, I, I have to go. <laughs> I'm hurt. Please see your way out. <laughs> no, the 25-year-old again is very hilarious. It's classic, <laughs> right? Because you're flat. It's a little flattering. It's great. It's fantastic. Every woman is I very I don't think flattering. kids understand, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, to a kid, it's a little weird. You're kid turning like 14. Happy. You look like you're turning 10. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, so I'm big boy now. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think we're ready to get this uh, this show started. We got. Um, I'm so excited to do this. I'm like, pumped. it's so. Yeah. I grew up in New York. I'm happy to tell anyone when they're being an asshole. Yes. I love the whole thing. I can't wait. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, we got two situations, and then we actually got a lot of stuff today. It's going to be juicy. Our second story of the Day, AITA for not fessing up to causing a co-worker's allergic reaction. Ha. But I <laughs> first. <laughs> I guess that wasn't the right response. <laughs> AITA for not agreeing that I, M23, male 23, was raised by a single mom. By you, Jose F. McLovin. Goodness. Wow, what are the chances? <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> My parents got divorced when I was six years old, and they had equal 50-50 custody of me and my older sister until each of us turned 18. My dad has remarried pretty quickly, and my mom has a few boyfriends who came and went over the years. Nothing too crazy and was single most of the time. What made me mad was that from time to time, my mom, F-59, makes comments about how she raised my sister and I as a single parent. I disagree and tell her that she raised us half of the time while the other half we were raised by our dad, M58. 
male 58. She then said <laughs> that he didn't do much and that we were raised by a single mom who did everything for us. She even has my sister in the same mindset that because she was single, she was a single parent. AITA for saying that she's using the quote single parent unquote label incorrectly. Oh, you sound like so much fun. Let's just get that <laughs> right there. Yes. Yeah, I just want to know what to tell my therapist on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was I was I in a bad situation or a good one? Please say bad. Please say bad. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's you know I'm I'm where because my 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 father has called me and accused us of being a man hating podcast. It's my fault, I'm sure. So well, I was <laughs> a little job, proud Sarah. of it because like Thank I'm you. a man coming for men. So there I go. But now we're doing it. And Feminism. I, and I feel you, Hemda. I think there is something like, okay, like, are you really going to be the guy who's like, no, mom, you're not a single man, man. It's like, you freaking loser. But on the other hand, isn't it a little rude to the father? Yeah. And also, I think it's kind of rude to single moms who are literally like, don't have male help or like other parental help. Right, right. Because a single mother is generally someone where the father left or the father died or something like that. Yeah, or just his MIA. That's what I think of anyway when I hear single mom. I mean, I think your mom's mad at your dad. And, (laughs) you know, I feel like, yeah, if you had 50-50 custody and you actually remember your childhood going 50% to their house and 50% to that house, if your mom is still mad, stop Stop arguing with her about whether she was a single mom and find out the real juicy gossip. Right. What's she upset about? Was he with this woman before? Right. Like, there's not usually this much anger left over if you were 50-50. Unless your mom's a psycho, in which case, here's your opportunity to find out. Right, This right. is a good point. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of times where parents don't even want to talk about, you know, what happened in the divorce or like you're too young to really understand. But I don't know. Think about when you were mad at like a significant other, you know, you don't want someone arguing with you like, no, they were totally there for you. That's okay. so true. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the the like you want to get to the underlying truth, right? Like just yeah. you're kind of just being a dickhead or being like, no, you weren't. No, you are. It's like find out what this is really coming from, because it obviously reflects some kind of like deeply held resentment, you know? Yeah. And if you're going to keep going, no, you weren't, your mom's going to shut down and you won't really get to hear the hot goss. Like yeah. <laughs> every time <laughs> it shouldn't be about solving these family issues. Yeah. It's about the tea. Yeah. Give me the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like every time, you know, the older generation is more, more shut down than the younger generation always. So if your mom is finally opening up about this 50-50 divorce, yeah. maybe she is bitter. Find out why. That's true. I also think there's like so much, and honestly, it's stereotypically women who do this. Like there's so much emotional labor that all the women do that the men don't do. So like even if the dad is doing 50-50 custody, he might not be like planning all the meals and coordinating who's going to pick the kids up and who's going to take them to the doctor and like all this other unspoken well, stuff. Can I, can I stop you for a second there? Cause I've yep. run into no, that term. You are so anti-feminine. Oh my God. <laughs> How dare you stop me? <laughs> oh my Thank God. You, Femda. It's finally happening. On her birthday. <laughs> They're taking wow. my head. They're taking my it's head. Happening. No, take the, take the wire <laughs> off. Take the piano wire off. Wave my neck. So you said emotional labor and I, I had yeah. actually never heard that term and I started running into it similarly, but then all the examples you said to me, I would just call labor, right? You were like taking the kids to school, making plans and stuff like that. What is emotional labor? I think emotional labor is not good. yelling at you constantly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a low bar for work. Yeah. No, it really is this like 
the unspoken things and a lot of it is like planning and coordination that people don't count as work but is necessary to like keep a often the household running is when it's referred to like planning out the meals like figuring out who, like the grocery shopping like that's stuff emotional like that. labor taking into account how you're feeling how when we're talking about groceries and going around your emotions that you can't handle so that we can get to the end result okay that's emotional labor so you might be like kind of in the middle of like starting your hissy fit I will calm down more so that we don't escalate this so I'm always sort of like sidestepping your emotions you know so that we can come to an agreement so that our kid can have a better life. Is part of it just also like as simple as listening? Like does that count for emotional labor? Like, you know, like hearing your partner vent and stuff like that. Is that, I think that can count. Okay. Okay. Um, well it was actually used at a roast. They kept saying this guy caused a lot of emotional labor and he's a very loud man. So that's maybe he's loud and tall and white. (laughs) Enough said. Too much. Yeah. I'm a man hater. I can't do it. (laughs) Well, Jenna C writes, YTA for not having the emotional intelligence to realize she is seeking acknowledgement Mm -hmm. and love. She may have co-parented, but it sounds like the work required to support a household, which she pays for a hundred percent of the time, whether you're physically present or not was done alone. I I think that's a really good look into where she's coming from, because like on the one hand, I think it's kind of like a little bit irresponsible for her to like if she was going out and be like, I was a single parent in front of like a single mom who's going to probably take some umbrage with that. Yeah, no, I I was actually a single mom, but like she was saying it like to him. I mean, based on the situation, but like he's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. right. But he's also like she's also right, too. Like. what's what's he getting out of being right here that's that's what you really have to think about like you are absolutely right what are you getting out of your mom knowing that you're right like the technically this is terrible of you to say like do you really need to be the pc police for your mom or do you want to have an adult relationship with her where like this person said right She's trying to tell you something. Yes. So have the emotional labor yeah. in your back yeah. pocket to be like, before I judge this, before I get angry about this, let me get curious about it. And then I'll have the information to hate her and then go ahead and hate her. Right. Yeah. Right. I think this comes up often a lot on like Reddit and probably in the podcast, like people conflate being right with not being the asshole. And it's like, no, you can still be technically right, but you're kind of being an asshole right now. Well, and I think part of that is that she's not totally wrong. She's not the most conventional version of a single parent. And like, I could see a single parent being offended, but like she did not, like this is not an ideal. This is not the family situation that anyone is. I don't know. She's wrong. I think she's wrong, but it doesn't matter. Well, but yeah, I don't think she's a single mom, but I also think there's a difference between like having someone basically not having like full-time help. She kind of has like part-time parenting help, but not the full-time. So, but that's not a single mom. You're, you're okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm with you. She's not a single mom. She's like half, She's a. She's not. You're not a she's not. Mom. She's not. It's okay, but you don't. Have she to was be. a mom and she was single at the time. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. but that's not. That doesn't like conjure the same thing when you say no, it's you're not a the single same, mom. But it's not the same also as being in a loving, committed marriage, right? And like just to. But you to, don't know that the father was in a loving, committed marriage. It no, might have been she, more tough for him to be, you know, shacked up with this woman. Absolutely. She Find may be out terrible. the hot gosh. She I may don't know. Come on, OP, deliver. But to see your side a bit, right? OP says. My dad has remarried pretty quickly and my mom has a few boyfriends who came and went over the years. And look, there is a plight, you know, to being a single mom, right? Or like to, there, I said it because she kind of is a 
single mom, you guys. She I kind think of is. In the dating world, I think uh-huh. that's yes. where she would be seen as a single mom because it's like you're a single woman and you got kids. Yes. And like, there you go. That, that's what. That's how you're going to be. Which forget. sucks, right? Which sucks. It does suck. I think, Sarah, you hit it and she might have. That might be where in her head she's right. Like she has encountered the world looking at her as a single mom in the dating world or maybe like, you know, just in the sad, like, oh, you're not with a man world. Like, yeah, if you talk to her a little more before you just get mad at like the technical difficulties of this conversation, you might find out what she means by that. And yeah, you could still be right at the end of it, but then you'll be not an asshole. You'll just be right for the right reasons. Right. I like that. Right. Rusty M says, why TA? But not going to lie, I came in to say NTA until I read the comments. I was probably using the same logic as you, but you're thinking about the fact that you had two or three parents in your life. But from her point of view, she was the only parent in her home with you. He might have taken care of you and your sister half the week. But when you're with her, she was responsible for everything all on her own. Mm. Yeah, which I think is kind of I mean, I don't know this lady, but probably more what she was getting at. Was like when she was on duty, she was doing everything herself. Well, yeah. And I mean, what would you say? So like maybe she's getting alimony or child support. Uh, I mean, yeah. And, guy, and split but custody. Like, yeah. And split custody. But like, you know, split custody is not the same as having kids with someone else, you know, with someone. Right. right? Like, also, do you know that your mom was getting that custody money? Right. Maybe she's no. mad because she didn't. Like, right. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make some tea and sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> is tea your thing? But, I guess so. I was I mean, offered tea. tea. I tried to turn it down. Hemda's like, have some tea. Yeah. Are you being shy? I was like, fine, I'll have tea. I'm not shy. I'm a big boy. <laughs> I am half Persian and they love tea. <laughs> Uh, Rico P says, question for you. The ask is, quote, am I the asshole? Not, quote, might I be technically correct? Wow. Echoing your statements, Hemda. He says, so do you think it's possible to be semantically correct and still an asshole for insisting in any context? Because a mother trying to feel venerated, I don't even know what that means, and appreciated by her child strikes me as a time, if any, to bend a strict adherence to semantic purity. Okay, this guy used too many big words. This comment hurts my head. (laughs) You sound so smart. He does. (laughs) Even maybe I don't even know if these words were used correctly. We'll just assume <laughs> that he's smarter than us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's give it to him. Top comment on Reddit: Tech <laughs> underscore philosophy. Heck of a username. Let's hang out. Tech <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> Bitcoin NTA. But context is key. If she is trying to convince you of this or override your narrative, feel free to talk about how your dad helped raise you. On the Ew. other hand. If it's something she says to herself or her friends, let her. There are probably hardships your parents went through raising you while divorced that there's just no word for. Try to be compassionate about that. But don't let her walk over your dad if you feel he if you feel he pulled his weight. So I think that I kind don't of like I don't yeah. like that because then it implies that the mom is the asshole. I don't really feel like she is. Also, like you can't defend your dad. Your dad defends your dad. You be the kid still. I, don't don't defend your mom. Uh, don't defend your dad. Get the, you don't even have enough information. Yeah, no, I ultimately that's where I'm kind of settling here. But like this, there's so many things that she could mean by this. It could mean like, I felt like raising you was really hard. Like it wasn't fun for me. And it probably wasn't. She's got boyfriends in and out of the door. It was probably pretty brutal for her. Her dad, you know, had had a consistent, he remarried quickly. Like, so it could be coming from that. It could be coming from like her dad was sincerely a, a dickhole. We don't know. 
She could just be merely jealous of him because he went on to have an True. okay life, you know? Yeah, she could be completely petty. Is your mom a petty bitch? Then be an <laughs> asshole. I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. you're you're like, I can't believe you're not using the exact words that I can relate to. It. Just, right. just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like, is she trashing the dad all the time? Or is this just like one instance in which she's yeah. kind of sort of implying to throw him under the bus? Yeah, you, know? you would think you would have more examples. If I know. Really is it about just about shitting one? on dad, like, it's pretty sub. I mean, it's kind of a weird bad bad it's, negative it's like a not it's almost yeah. a non-insult like okay whatever who cares and yeah. even if if she's constantly shitting on your dad still don't defend him maybe your dad was a shitty dad in a way that you don't know he was a good dad to you but a bad co-parent with your mom right don't defend that either just go you know what i'd rather not hear that about dad why don't you tell it directly to him yeah and i that's think amazing. at this point he's 18 and i think or over 18 that that's appropriate you know yeah. you, your parents yep. are people at yeah, this point fight with know? my dad if you have something to say i'm not i don't care maybe he is an asshole um yeah. what do you want to do today yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh aita for not agreeing that i was raised by a single mom ultimately i am gonna say yta because i just i don't think there's enough evidence to bring down like mom and i think he is being kind of a semantic meh, smart ass yeah because i think if there was more reason you'd be happy to share it with us you know yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'll say yta on that yeah yta yta ATA for not fessing up to causing a coworker's allergic reaction by you, Head Boysenberry. <laughs> what? I'm the king of the Boysenberry. Supposedly, assistant Boysenberry. <laughs> oh man, this one is a doozy. Last uh, yep. week, one of my coworkers started to feel unwell, and another coworker took her to the ER. She was having an allergic reaction. She has an allergy towards peanuts, and thinking back on it, I probably caused a reaction since we both had to use the same computer to check order, and I had peanut butter on my waffles that morning. Wash I your goddamn hands. <laughs> I, I'm well, sorry, please continue. <laughs> I definitely don't think I washed my hands after either. Once somebody got the call she was okay, they asked us all in a group who had had peanut butter that day and I stayed completely silent. Well, yesterday she came back into work. She was fine and everything, but apparently the trip to the ER still cost her $300 after insurance. Damn, that's kind of a deal. Plus the money she lost (laughs) not going to work for two days. Our coworkers all sympathized and a few started saying whoever had the peanut butter should have to pay. Since I wasn't part of the conversation, I just heard them from across the room. I just focused on my work and tried to avoid the subject for the rest of the day. A-I-T-A. What a weird witch hunt. I was going to exactly use that phrase Really? Why did the workers think it was appropriate to have a peanut butter witch hunt? Like that's, what? That's strange. First of all, does it say no peanut butter in your office? Because I think your bosses are assholes for not making this a top priority. If this, if like residual peanuts on my hand is going to kill you, I think like the bosses should pay for that. Yeah. On Absolutely. the on your hand, on the keyboard, like yeah. that's a very serious allergy that everybody else should know about. And it, also just being like, whoever it was should pay it. Like, no. What world do you live in? If it was you, you wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. yeah it's it's true. like, oh, let's find the killer. Okay. <laughs> We're not in the movie clue. <laughs> with the peanuts on their hands with the keyboard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a friend who's severely allergic to shellfish, and it's this level where she said if I were to throw a shrimp at her, like, and it bounced off her jacket, that she would probably have to be hospitalized. 
Well, thank you for the alert. I think <laughs> peanut butter people should say the same thing. Absolutely. You've Danny, gotta... just stop sh- throwing shrimp at people. No, I won't, Sarah. I'm throwing a lobster at you. He's still alive. You are lucky Sarah's around because she is teaching you the ABCs. I'm learning, I'm learning quick. Don't throw crustaceans. Yeah, so like, I don't know. And then she's always been, you know, obviously if we're going out to eat, she's going to bring it up or like anything that would come. I, I mean, it's kind of your responsibility because yeah. like, your it's your odd thing so like you've got to tell everyone about it you know normally i would say you are absolutely an asshole because i think you know to to like shuck you know this whole um your responsibility or just even the truth onto like just the atmosphere and just twiddle your thumbs while people are trying to find out the truth is a dick move and you're not good with confrontation and that's kind of a pussy thing but your whole office sounds like an asshole your whole office is like, well, we didn't do it, so we're going to find out who did. Well, I kind of feel like their vibe was like our coworker was victimized. You Doesn't know? sound like it. Well, yeah, I, I think it was a witch hunt, but like they got someone who had to go to the ER. I mean, that's horrible, you know, so they're mad at the waffler. But the other thing is like, what if it didn't, it probably wouldn't have even occurred to me if, if that really is the situation that I had caused that, you know, like it would take a lot of like brain, like, you know, going through my brain. Well, it's very possible that they didn't. I mean, if it's literally yeah. trace amounts, cause we're talking about peanut That's butter. What I'm saying. It could have been anyone. anyone. So why are they like gathering up the, it office? could be any one of us. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I'm the peanutter. <laughs> I feel like they're making a really bad situation worse by trying to, but like I, you know, there's a thing about if something's fucked up, look up, don't blame like the people in your circle of financial difficulty. Right. It's not, a coworker, it's the policy of your workplace that needed to be put in place and now they should be paying for it so instead of doing the witch hunt on like other people who probably have the same financial difficulty look up at your boss and go we demand right. that you pay for this no matter who did this to this person they shouldn't be responsible for it and give her back the the money for the two days that she was out right i mean the top comment on reddit was really like None of you guys should be paying for this. Workers comp should be paying for all of this, especially the lost wages. So yes. it's kind of it seems like a non-issue, which makes me wonder if this post is fake now that I think about it. No, because <sighs> workplaces are not always like up to code or right. uh, taking responsibility or, for their employees. Or maybe this person didn't think it was that likely, you know, or didn't know how sensitive they were. Sometimes allergies can get worse with time. You know, True. I mean, there's there's a. There's some leeway for that to be no one's fault, really. It's not anyone's fault. She didn't go, oh, I, I did remember that post that went around when this woman got hired that like no more peanuts in the, in the uh, no more peanuts, peanut butter, any peanut products in the workplace. Right. If that right. doesn't exist, then you right. get to have that. doesn't matter if you washed your hands or didn't. There's no information. Right. right. Or, or like, and, oh, I forgot. I smeared peanut butter on the keyboard on purpose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think your coworkers will treat you like you are a killer. And who the hell needs that? No, I there's know. no reason for this person to come out. You know, I would feel guilty, but I'd be like, well, that's that's not my bad. I think you can even stop feeling guilty. It wasn't your intent to do that. You you felt bad enough that this person was, you know, going to the hospital. Sounds like you need this job and you can't afford to lose it and that you would lose it for idiotic reasons that actually your bosses are responsible for. So I don't know. I'm usually all about like, just tell the truth because 
It'll set you free, yeah. but oh. it'll set you free to no job. Yeah. Right. No. And do we really need these people who are so allergic to peanut butter? I mean, how <laughs> weak are you? Yeah, rid of them. Like, allergic to shellfish, I get it. It's a sea bug. <laughs> it's a little freak. But peanut butter? <laughs> Crystal C writes, you kind of dance around whether or not you knew someone who touches the same stuff as you has an allergy, which I probably think means you did know and just didn't think about it slash care. So YTA definitely. Oh, I don't even care if you don't care. It is. I really don't. It's it's not up to you to remember every single person's allergies and that your peanut butter can kill someone. You shouldn't have peanut butter in this office because it could kill someone. Well, what was the waffle in the office? They said they had it. Hmm. They they had a peanut butter waffle that morning. I guess I took that as at, at work. Oh my god! Who the fuck is I having a eat peanut butter waffle <laughs> on a work day? Actually, I, I I actually am leaning YTA now. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> You're judging people's yum. <laughs> Why are you enjoying yourself for breakfast? A what a work day, Emda. I mean, who are you? I was just thinking like an ego, peanut butter on an ego. It's not that serious. On an ego. Okay, I mean, that's good. Oh, watch. I get it. This person's fourteen. I mean, this is yeah. madness. Wait, if you have your breakfast at home and then you travel to work, you still haven't washed your hand. That's why you're an that's asshole. That's a little freaky. True. Yeah. That's kind of gross. Suzanne W writes, NTA. If she's that allergic, she should carry an EpiPen with her. Word. She's going to share yeah. the same computer with people. She should wipe it off. Is everyone expected to abstain from eating peanut products? Yeah, we need way more info about this office policies. I swear it's going to be LGBTQAP pretty soon. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. I lost everyone. No, oh, it happened. We're gone. Oh, Bye. Piano wire around the neck. Kramer H. It sounds like Danny's into peanut butter with sex. That's all I got from that. You know, I never did that. Guys always talk about putting peanut butter on, on your, your balls, on your balls and then having a dog lick it because dogs love peanut yeah. butter. Oh, so you mean like animal abuse? Yeah, I never cool. did it. I was saying I never did it. Oh, okay, good. I'm, I'm so glad. glad you didn't do bestiality. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you for clearing that up. Can I, I was... have a cookie? <laughs> no peanut, peanut butter, butter on the cookie. Yeah. Uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I do. I do. That was a very good point. Where's your yeah. EpiPen? Peanut butter is everywhere and you're like crazy allergic to it. I mean, it. people with that and even your shellfish friend, I'm just like not even like no shade intended. But how do you guys like go about in the world? Like, what do you do on a plane? Like, wh- what, do, what do you do in enclosed spaces with strangers you can't control? So I forget what the, I always forget this term, but like going out to eat with her, it's like FBI shit. You got a call and you've got I forget. I think it's scratch a scratch kitchen you need a scratch kitchen what means what it means they do it from scratch baby they know it's a term that means like they know what's in everything because like i called this pizza place i love because we're like new york pizza you gotta have it and (laughs) i called and like the lady she didn't even put the phone down and i was like hey my friend is like severely allergic to shellfish do you use any uh fish oil or whatever like they had they had shrimp on the menu or whatever like i was like can you guarantee and she was just like Hey, is there fish in the pizza? And the guy's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, that's not enough of an investigation. No. Someone will die. Oh my god, that's bad. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I really, you know, this, this all goes back to the EpiPen and the responsibility. Just by default, falls on the person who's allergic. Like, yes, we are all trying not to kill each other, especially from peanuts. Yeah. So just take into account that, like, we're not all as sensitive to your things. Just like you're not sensitive to my things either. Yeah, but right. don't you think that by calling the restaurant, that's what they're attempting to do? Like, they're trying to take the onus on that. 
You don't get to eat in that restaurant. Oh yeah, no, we didn't. Oh well, yeah, so they we didn't. didn't go. We didn't yeah, go. They, they didn't know. unless they were like hundred percent sure. Is what you we literally saying. gave up. We called like four places. I mean, so many places. Like that guy just googled like is fish in pizza, and he was like, nope, just says tomato sauce, <laughs> yeah. dough, and, and cheese. Now we're good. <laughs> Second top Reddit comment. Uh, no ass by Hollerin to goat. No assholes here. If you're so allergic to peanuts that you need to take an ambulance to the hospital because someone who came into contact with a peanut product hours earlier then came into contact with your desk, you need to make goddamn sure that everyone knows how serious your allergy is. If, however, the person here had made that clear based on what OP said, doesn't seem like it, then OP 1 million percent owes this person money and a massive apology. I mean, even that, I like the example you gave him to of like, if a notice had gone out and it was like, hey, someone here is severely allergic to peanut butter. Well, they should also tell you who it is. Or what, yeah. Yeah. Amber is severely allergic to peanut butter, so no peanut butter in the office. That's a far cry from, make sure you don't have peanut butter at home because such a, tra- I mean, that's a trace amount at that's that point. I mean, it's wild. crazy. I also think it's really pompous to just spend other people's money like oh it's your fault you should totally spend the money on that yeah it's like obviously obviously no one in the office has money like that to throw around and they don't even have sick days because you went to the er and got stocked that's crazy yeah so it's this this company is not treating you well and you're turning against each other and that's the bad side it's so true and every and that's like the vibe in so many workplaces you know and i think like that's one thing i always hate is that in america we don't share our salary and shit and we just fuck ourselves it's so stupid it's it's becoming more transparent transparent yeah it, we're sharing a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Not as many peanuts, but information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we all agree once again, AITA for not fessing up to causing a coworker's allergic reaction. Well, actually, no, I'm saying no assholes here. I, 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 I think the coworkers are kind of being assholes. Not I, the lady who had the allergic reaction. She's cool. I disagree because I don't think it's a true witch hunt. I think they're saying that. I think they're saying that as a means of comfort to this person. Okay, that's true. Yeah, but you're so doing like, a very negative thing. And and also you're you're putting the responsibility on some blank person. And most likely you know who it is because it's the only person who's like twiddling their thumbs while you guys are oh talking. Boy. So I think that you're you're just trying to put the responsibility on someone that is not it's just look up, look up. There are people above you docking this woman's pay. Right. That's true. That's that's the only person that and if you all got together and said, Hey, she went to the ER and now she has to pay like five hundred dollars out of her pocket, some to the ER and some because you docked her pay for going to the ER. We as a group, because you're so on this person's side, right. we a as point. a group are not comfortable with this. What are you going to do about it? You got me. That's I'm going to switch to anything, NTA and the office is. Yeah, I agree. Because if anything, like they could start a GoFundMe. Like that would be more appropriate than being like, whoever is guilty needs to pay. Yeah, again, but... If but also gonna, they shouldn't really have to do that either. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if but, you're going to hunt for money, then that would be the like best way. Yeah, but you're, right now you're you're um like lowest common denominator caring, you know? Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh I good phrase. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I care, but I'm going to I'm going to take like the person who also is struggling and right. push them It's under. just like shifting responsibility kind of. Yeah, you're all in the same boat when you realize that you'll recognize where the responsibility really lies. That's awesome. Absolutely. 
All right, yeah, not the asshole. And the coworkers com- are slash company. Coworkers slash company. All right, well, we got agreement. You brought yeah. us all the same stuff. Amazing. Uh, well, it is Sarah's birthday. <laughs> Thank you. What a good gift. <laughs> <laughs> A-I-T-A for telling my sister a, quote, wedding tattoo is a curse, even though I have one. And now the curse. <laughs> yeah. And now the curse is coming true. <laughs> my partner and I are in our 30s. And we live in a country where gay marriage is illegal. We got engaged years ago knowing we wouldn't be able to marry, but we set a wedding date, quote unquote, wedding and had a party for friends and family. Love it. Instead of an actual ceremony, we got matching tats. We had been together for seven years when that happened, and it's been another six years since then. Anyway, my sister has been with her husband for just under two years. They got engaged almost as soon as they started dating, and they married three months ago. However, they're both not into wearing rings, so my sister suggested to her husband to get tattoos instead. I jokingly told her it's a curse that getting a tattoo of a boyfriend slash husband slash partner's name will result in a breakup. And she said that my relationship is still going strong despite the curse. I said, yeah, but we were together for seven years when we got the tattoos. And by the way, we didn't tattoo each other's names, but something else, a picture of a memory we have together. Whereas she was going for straight up open quotes, Samuel Hart, 21.6.19. I'm guessing that's a date in Europe. In Europe. Mm. Yeah. Freaking Europeans. They put the day first. Put the month first, you little freak. <laughs> In huge thick- Shout out to confusing Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Change we, the world because I don't like it. We have protocol. And by the way, the steering wheel goes on the other side. <laughs> gotcha. Why is your money full of colors? <laughs> oh, God, that is Somebody so Somebody speak English to me. I'm in a different country. Uh, don't tell them about the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> In huge, thick letters, she got that Samuel Hart 21.69 in huge, thick letters across her wrist. I told her not to do it and to just wear her wedding band on a necklace or something. But she told me to piss off and did it anyway. Fast forward, her marriage is falling apart. Nothing happened. They just seem to be realizing they're not a good fit. And it's only a question of time when they'll divorce. They don't even live together anymore. He moved out three weeks into their marriage. Now, my sis is blaming me. Three weeks? Sorry. Three weeks into their marriage. Whoa. Your sister is what? Blaming uh, me for subconsciously. Why did you suck his dick? In, no. <laughs> subconsciously influencing her and making her marriage fail. Okay. She thinks that me saying it was a curse. Subcon- wow, we got another subconsciously. <laughs> made her act towards her husband in a certain way. Wow, such voodoo your brother right? has you. <laughs> that resulted in him being pushed away and not loving her anymore. I've never heard of something like this before. I very much doubt I have this superpower of destroying relationships, but my sister is currently going around telling our relatives I'm the asshole that ruined her marriage. Oh God, leave That's your family. crazy that she's going around telling the relatives that. If she just said that in like a moment of pain, I'd be like... Ah, uh, whatever. You're being crazy, right. but it'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. Who's what relative is taking that seriously? The relative that's yeah. taking it seriously just enjoys gossip. I know. I know we're in yeah. Europe, but come on. Right. Anything goes in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage voodoo goes, I guess. Yeah. The French, you know, it's all allowed. <laughs> so why does he think he's the asshole? Because for making an offhanded comment like years ago about not getting a tattoo. Actually, yeah, this is like a dumb validation post. 
It, it is <laughs> now I'm annoyed. It is pretty dumb, but you know what? I always get a lot of shit for saying I don't like tattoos. Isn't it just an other manifestation of tattoo hate? Well, okay. no, there's a difference because getting a relationship tattoo or getting your partner's name is like such a common no no. So common. is it a common no? It is a common no. You don't yeah, do that, it, huh? It is very much known as the death to your relationship. But here's the thing: I teeter between like mind your own fucking business because people are eventually and inevitably going to do exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> but I also say that's how people stay in abusive, weird cycles because everyone's trying to mind their own business yes. and not actually tell you how they really feel. Yeah. So it's like which one is which? I think he dealt with it really well, going like, "Hey, you know, I got a." tattoo didn't work out for me that's usually like a a shitty sign of things you know he's just kind of like you said offhanded or like even multiple times you could say like hey I get your opinion and I'm I'm done with it and I'm just gonna keep going but what you said is you destroyed my marriage so basically you married someone who doesn't give a shit about you and now you want an out yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's your Ooh. brother. Be careful of saying your brother ruined your marriage. That True. is a little kooky. Super I, weird. I feel like OP just kind of, he chose a weird way to go about expressing that he didn't think that this marriage would work because like, yeah, he's clearly, bitter. Yeah, I mean, clearly this was like on a short timeline. Like they are, they've been together for two years and they got engaged like very soon after they started dating that's what he should have used as evidence not to get married. Not like, oh, tattoos are a bad sign. Well, no, but but you you, you just said that, Hamda. This is like a well-known thing. You don't do this. Well, this person just doesn't like people's opinion and then yeah. is blaming that for how her life is going bad. Well, until you realize why your life is really going bad, you can blame everybody and their mother, but you're going to be all alone and sad. I also think it's because <laughs> like the types of people who are like getting tattoos of someone they're not even married to are like a little bit impulsive, and that's more why it's bad than mm. just the tattoo. Yeah. Also, like, you have a bad tattoo now. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Just cover it up. Yeah. Loser. Whatever. Cover it up. Get something else. Get your brother's name because apparently you're fucking obsessed with him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she's going in on the brother right now. Yeah. Top Reddit comment by Mal's Pretty Bonnet writes, that's fantastic. You have the power to bless or curse marriages. <laughs> It's a fantastic side hustle, and I think there's a fortune to be made here. That is the best comment ever. It's true. You win. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I have the same tattoo as my current boyfriend. Wait, but, what? But. but is it his name? No, no. Then you're fine. But uh, we got it before we were dating. We've been friends for a really long time. Oh, oh my awesome. God. And what are the chances? right there. Oh, oh, that's cute. It's a smiley face. No, that, that to me is different than getting your actual partner's name. Like, I think those just always end in disaster. Yeah. That's a funny tattoo, by the way, because it looks like it's pen. Oh, the smiley face. Well, it's the, the way I got it is we went to a show together and the woman at the door just put a, a like she put two dots in a a smiley on my hand to, so I can keep coming back in. And every time I looked at it, I'm like, this is making me so happy. I'm going to get this tattooed. And he's like, oh, that sounds like a really fun tattoo. I'm going to get it too. There's a third person who got it, a listener of Keith and the Girl, who oh also has it. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, this is the new religion. And if you want to be a part of it, just get a smiley That's tattoo. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> we need our listeners to get tats. tattoos, except I don't think either of us have any. I have zero. We have to leave Much the to way. my dad's surprise. So I think we all. Your dad's surprised. Yeah. My dad thinks because I have nose rings that I also automatically have a tattoo. <laughs> Literally. I love that. There's definitely a correlation, but like. Right, but no. 
So the other one detail I wanted to talk about is, according to OP, him and his partner have a tattoo of a memory. Like, what does that mean? That seems a bit broad for a tat. Like, I think he just means like we didn't get like David Joshua. Yeah, but he's so like that's so much shade for a sister. He's like, at least we got something creative. And it's oh, like, that's funny. Okay, <laughs> you still got a matching tattoo. But like, why did he say a True. memory? Like, are you I, like I'm like, is it a place is it an animal like no it's a whole memory is it like a series of scenes yeah it's a hologram actually they yeah those like, now. i'll tell you what it's a memory of their relationship at this point hey got him well i think we agree on this aita for telling my sister a wedding tattoo is a curse and now the curse is coming true we all agreed no assholes here no no. Wait, no, the sister is totally the asshole. Oh, is she oh, an yeah. asshole? Yeah, she's going around telling them. It would be one thing if she just said it to him and she was mad, but she's going around telling their extended family that he somehow ruined her marriage with this dumbass comment. Yeah, that's kooky. Yeah, all right, all right. It, all right. In fact, that sounds so boring. Can you imagine somebody <laughs> constantly going like, and then my brother ruined my relationship because he said something really bad to me? It's like, And it made me subconsciously act some way for years. It's like, what are you talking about? Who's in control of your life, woman? <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, she's, she's kind of an asshole. But slash, she's got about a year to like, and, and I don't even like I don't even like this behavior, but she gets a small pass for going through some shit. Yeah, yeah. You might be, you know, reacting very poorly, but if you don't get your fucking reactions to things together, no <laughs> one's gonna like you except your aunt who really enjoys gossip about your brother. Ew. <laughs> Find some friends. Gross. <laughs> So this is a new segment we're kind of trying out here. Fake post of the week. Sarah sent me to this. I mean, it yeah. sent this to me. It could be real. I hope, I pray. I really but hope it's, it's fake. It seems like it's around the corner. I'm so excited to see how him to react to this. I hope it's the same brother and sister team and we find out. It fun. might yeah. be. <laughs> AITA for asking everyone to bring AirPods to my wedding. Do you hate it already? It yeah, gets so weird. Already yeah. the asshole. I can't stand it. So me. I don't I don't like when people are like, do exactly this for my wedding. Oh, you're not even ready. <laughs> AirPods though. How horrible AirPods. So me, 26M, and my boyfriend's 38M wedding is being held in a VR room. <laughs> Stop. Where a form of headset will be required. We've spoke with the event organizers and found that we can all add our AirPods to a central system so that we can all hear the ceremony at the same time. Problem is, my boyfriend's family are quite tight with their money and refuse to buy AirPods for the wedding. My boyfriend offered to pay, but I saw it would cost $1,200. It'd be eight sets of AirPods. So then you're tight with money. This would cost the same price as my boyfriend's suit, and I told him that I don't feel comfortable with him being a charity to his family. That's what a charity is? Whoa. I told him that it's not our problem, that his family want to spoil my dream wedding, and that if they're going to be anal about it, to not come at all. Ew, dream better. Something I wouldn't be opposed to as my family doesn't like them. That's pretty brutal. My boyfriend feels betrayed and says that I'm being an asshole and they can just use wired earbuds, that it's me or his That'll family. That'll ruin my pink jazz. Think about it. I'll be in his family from that day forward. But he called me an asshole. Reddit, AITA. 
This reads like how Parks and Rec would like satirize Tom Haverford's <laughs> wedding. Like, how is this real? This is just, no, they threw every millennial stereotype I into a know. blender. I feel like there's a thing here, Sarah. We got two what? gay men and there's a thing on Reddit like gamers. Like there's some gay men that are really into games. And so maybe that's why they want to do the VR thing. Well, I, I would not oh, put anything past people who are getting married. I just, true. <laughs> that's they so have true. these demands. And I think what people forget is when you're getting married everything that you're doing is for your guests to enjoy themselves not to have a pretty pretty princess wedding for pictures is that true do you believe that i I, well that's what it should be but that's not how people act i think every party should you should consider the guests that are coming if your guests don't have the money for airpods you're not having that party you're having a different party for airpod assholes and i love my airpods let me just make that very clear (laughs) (laughs) they're so good i mean it's amazing but i don't expect everybody to have an airpod or you're gonna ruin my wedding you're such a cunt. <laughs> also, a twelve hundred dollars suit seems like steep. You I don't, right? I thought you got no, away with murder on a twelve hundred dollars wedding. Much. Anything? Yeah. For one suit? I don't know. I had food trucks. I mean, so. wow. depends how. Depends. You had food That's trucks at your wedding? Rough. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah, it was so fun. Were there? Like, how many were there? Uh oh, I should say food truck. That's cute. I feel like a lot of people do that nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, it was in the backyard. We happened to live above our um, landlords and they had this backyard in their part of the home. We asked to borrow it. We said like, oh, we'll rent it from you. But we knew that they would just give it to us. And we just kind of had this lovely day of, hey, just come in waves of people. We'll be around all day. That and we also got married on Maui because he's from there. But that was was a smaller wedding. We didn't expect people to come. You know, it was just kind of like we have this space and his parents are wedding coordinators on Maui. So we got everything free. I like you're really playing this out like you're super modest. And like we're divorced now. So don't even worry about it. Low key, one food truck. Oh yeah, then we did have a second oh, yeah. one in Maui. You know, just super like normal thing. I know. I'm so charming. So <laughs> I actually did want to ask. I'm I'm happy you brought up the divorce because like what I mean, I've understood this. Like I don't. I'm so excited for my friends to start divorcing. But um, <laughs> what does go down? Like I actually do have one friend who got married a second time, and she had a much smaller second ceremony. Is that almost always how that goes, or maybe it's to me? We had this opportunity for Maui. Like really, I w- I wouldn't do that. But um, the cake was free, and the food was like you know wholesale price, and. <laughs> Um, actually also his parents were paying for it. So I yeah. just kind of let them really plan but no, it. But that was a second ceremony for yeah. one wedding, right? I'm saying if you got married again or like when people get married the second time. It, it depends because I really like parties. Yeah. And so I'm not, I, I like parties that really everyone could have a good time. It's not about the photography or people matching anything. So if I wanted to throw a party and I'm calling it a wedding because that's an excuse for everybody to come. You know, that's why I throw birthday parties. That's why I don't believe in Thanksgiving, but I will have you over for Thanksgiving. I was raised Jewish, but I have hosted Christmas. For me, it's just, can I feed people? Can we have a nice time? Can people enjoy themselves? Can I see my friends? So I don't know, maybe. I feel like you're rare in this world. <laughs> yeah. People get so intense about weddings these days, especially with Instagram. And I think it's really tough because we, I think we are used to productions and producing things and it's, it's a big production, but it wasn't for me because I produced Keith and the girl, I've produced live events and I know that it's just, you know, baby steps to the end and nothing. I didn't expect anything to come out the way I wanted. So it was a pleasure. 
That Sounds is so great. good. I'm going to, I'm my girlfriend's going to be mad at me for saying this, but I need <laughs> her to take that attitude in a little bit. It's tough because you're also <laughs> paying a, a shit ton of money. You expect people to do their jobs, but you also want, you know, like the wedding planner with JLo, you want that because that's what we're being sold all the time. But the yeah. truth is, is it's not going to be in your pacing. Someone's going to cry because they're having a bad day. It is your day, but you really, really have to consider sharing it with the people who came out to congratulate you and yeah. remember that you're getting married and you're all you're doing is asking people to come and watch you love someone. <laughs> right. Like you can just do that in, in your home and we'll accept your love, you know? So yeah, the fact get a webcam that, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that people came out, you should be very thankful. Not in like thank you cards, because I did not do that. Every, <laughs> everything was digital. I'm not about to spend money on your calligraphy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was at a wedding recently and we were just talking about, you know, weddings. What, what else do you do at a wedding? <laughs> Anyway, this girl goes, I actually, I told her about the podcast. She's like, I actually have a story that I think fits the bill. Yes. She, uh, her best friend, uh, gave a speech at her wedding and she was like the final speech. It was like, you know, the, the longest speech. And there was something about diarrhea. I forgot. It was like, <laughs> she, uh, the, the bride to be or the bride basically had diarrhea and the boyfriend was there like giving her soup or something like that. Aww. So, and it was kind of a cute story that had been told, but then this best friend came and gave her speech and she hit diarrhea once and got nothing. Like it didn't get any laughs. And then she just like quintupled down and no. made like 10 diarrhea references. Wouldn't get off. She was up there for like 10 minutes. Uh. And finally it reached that point where someone was like, we got to, we got to just get her out of there. Like oh, she's not going to stop. And so they, they kind of push her off stage. Poor and, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was gentle, you know, it wasn't like super brutal or like they didn't like embarrass, she, okay. she embarrassed herself, you know, but she could never acknowledge it. And then they just weren't friends now. Oh, because of a bad speech. Well, it, Yo, that it wasn't that the speech was so bad. It's it was that the like, relationship was already shitty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> diarrhea. Well, there we go. No, <laughs> she just wouldn't. She wouldn't joke. own it, Sarah. Like she wouldn't be like, hey, I'm really sorry. Instead, she was like deeply offended that she got pushed off, you know, that she was told uh -oh. to end her speech. And it was like, well, no, you fucked up. Like, I also think people put way too much emphasis on wedding speeches. No one's going to remember. People get like so nervous that they end up getting like blackout before the speech. And it's like, oh, my God, why? You're talking to a bunch of people you don't know who aren't going to remember this anyway. But we're talking on mic. So it's a little bit easier for us to stand there and, you know, maybe not land a joke and switch to a different place. But she might have just landed everything wrong and yeah. just wanted, you know, her friend's love. Like, look, whatever this was. I get why that would be funny. The end. But if right. you can't work that out. There's probably some history there. If it's True, hysterical, we... it's historical. Ooh. There we go. I mean, <laughs> I think it's key. just owning the bomb, you know, and a lot of people can't own the bomb. And it's, no, but oh, is she a performer? Because then you no, can't expect her no. to own anything. She, yeah, exactly. Then she did a good job. I if mean, she's yeah. not a performer and she stood up there and didn't faint and didn't have diarrhea herself. Ha. The end. Why are you asking someone to do something that's not comfortable you for them? Because it's your day. You I don't guess feel like, like she owes an apology? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. I feel like she could have made a self-deprecating joke about it and that would have sufficed. But I also think this would have been a thing where you could just both pretend it didn't happen and let it go. If you're that yeah. good of friends with someone that they're giving a speech at your wedding, 
It was I her think, best friend. It was her best yeah, friend. Yeah, so you're clearly good friends. So if this speech was the like straw that broke your friendship, then I think something else was going on. Well, of course. she was ready to forgive. It's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, they. I, I begged this girl to submit to the pod. So yes. hopefully one day she'll come through with <laughs> okay. all the details. Give your friend a break. That's so, I mean, she might have ate it and just wants to remember it nicely. Give her that memory. I don't know. You got to own the bomb, Hemda. You got to own the bomb. Yes, as a stand-up comic, no, you do. No, in life, I think you have to own of the bombs, course right? You do, but you also have to be gentle on a person who's never done that before, who you're calling your best friend. I know, but like, I don't know. I just don't think it's uh, fair enough. Like, fair enough if you don't want to, like, delve into it with that person so they have to relive the trauma of yeah. bombing. I know it's traumatic. <laughs> it's all I've ever done. But, uh, You're doing well, great, Danny. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> More tea. More tea. Piano wire. I need it. It's turning me on. No. Uh, yeah, I, I think that some people, like, I, I knew some comics who wouldn't even own the bomb, you know? And it's like, sometimes you're going to do things in life that you fail at. That doesn't make you a bad person. Why are you making your wedding her learning lesson? Fuck off. If if a comic can't stand his bombing, they gotta But be, they because gotta because because it was her intent. Okay, it was her intent. Like if she if she went up there and she's like, I I love her. That's the same thing as saying diarrhea. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I think she was trying to embarrass her. No, I think she was like, wait, why isn't this funny? What if I word it five different ways? Eventually I'll get a laugh. She was bombing. It's the same. Uh, I don't think this requires an apology from anyone. I think they just should have both let it go. I like how we're arguing about my shitty memory, which I have terrible (laughs) memory. I probably forgot every detail. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Listener submissions. Get ready for this. You're going to hate this person. Everyone hates this person. (laughs) ANTA for refusing to leave someone else's seat in an empty theater. Uh Uh-oh. Me and a friend had an impromptu last minute Saturday afternoon cinema visit. We saw it. Chapter two. When we (laughs) booked the tickets, the attendant asked us what seats we wanted, and we just picked two at random. And it is indicated the cinema was large empty on getting into the cinema by the way who the fuck says the cinema it's a movie theater (laughs) so specific there was a less than two dozen people in say a 200 seat cinema so we just decided to sit where we fancied about 15 minutes later two more people came into the cinema and approached us to say that we were in their seats and asked us to move i responded by saying that the cinema is empty so i'm sure they could find somewhere else to sit the road to my right the middle section the one up was completely empty for example They repeated that we were in their seats and again asked us to move. And I then slowly repeated that they could sit anywhere. The one talking just then stood and stared at me and their friend then led her away to different seats. I get that we were not in our assigned seats, but had the cinema... God, how many times are they going to (laughs) say... been even half full I would have sat where our tickets indicated but it's Saturday afternoon in a near empty cinema god damn it AITA for not moving Uh, you're a cunt and I would have fought you (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) I like that I like that to say the C word on the podcast I love that Uh, I don't understand if they could sit anywhere so can you clearly they were specific and they indicated that on their ticket if you so don't care and are so easy breezy move the fuck out of my seat yeah that is clear not your seat like what this is monster. such a clear cut yeah 
clear cut. You're the monster. Like, you know, I don't even like you listening to this show anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. They're going to listen to this. Whatever. I stand by it. How they could justify that. I mean, it's just such a crazy thing. What do you care? Well, if you're asking me to not care, why don't you not care first and get the fuck up? Oh, I, so oh my God. I would have fought you the whole time. Yeah, you're so clean. Now I'm standing. Asshole. Now I'm standing here during your cinematic experience. <laughs> Isaac B writes, YTA, especially if you buy your tickets online, unfortunately you have to pay extra for buying tickets early and seat reservations. I've never actually no, seen that. Yeah, I thought it was. It's just included now. If you get those ones with like the recliner seats, you have to choose where you're sitting. Yeah, it's either re- it's either all res or no res. Yeah, exactly. Sarah C says there were 200 apples on the rack and I decided to take two out of someone else's cart instead, then acted shocked when they wanted them back. (laughs) Exactly. That actually seems like less of a crime because it's like, (laughs) well, they got to go get more apples, but they have to watch a movie in a suboptimal seat. Come on. They probably picked really hard. And also, why why are you deciding that Saturday afternoon is a breezy time for other people? I made plans. Decide what's easy breezy for your ass and move. Right. <laughs> it so seems crazy. like borderline peak time for a movie. I mean, anytime on the weekends. Yeah. Genesee says, YTA, not in this situation. It just seems generally. That <laughs> <laughs> was just what I was thinking. I'm in yeah. love with that person. What's it like to feel like you're entitled to something someone else reserved? <laughs> How do you go about life this way? Natasha Petty. I just had to read her whole name because her last name is Petty. You got to love that. Oh, yeah. Y-A absolutely T-A. When I go to the movies, I select a seat that is best for my viewing, as do most people, and that is the seat I want and paid for. For you to refuse to move just shows your immaturity and selfishness. If that had been a Broadway show, bet and believe the ushers would have made you move. It's no different. Honestly, I probably would have gone full Petty and gotten like that teenager... Who's working in the movie who just wants to not be bothered to kick you out of your seat? Hell yeah, Sarah. <laughs> Hell yeah. If I don't want the confrontation, someone else is going to have to take it. This yeah. is madness. madness. Now you got to deal with Brandon who just wants to go back to watching Netflix on his phone. <laughs> Are you going to also look at my popcorn and decide that that's too much for one human being? <laughs> like, what is your problem? I want my own experience just like you want yours, but yeah. I should be breezier than this. Oh, your wedding's going to be super fun. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Are you confrontational? Uh, no. I'm what do you mean? Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> I I have learned to be confrontational when it's necessary to stand up for myself. Okay. Yeah. So well, let's say like yeah. if we're if we're in this studio, um, there'll be a knock on the door, and it's like the people come in here and they just start soliciting things, and um, like Andrea will be nice at the door, and Keith will be like polite, and I'm like from this room, I'll yell like. Close the fucking door and tell them if they don't leave, I'm going to fucking kick their ass. <laughs> or I'll just like slam the door on them. Or I'll be like, you're in the building illegally. What is wrong with you? Because they're so aggressive and they count on social norms for you not to push back. Right. But really, they're stealing your time and they're being really inappropriate. And most likely it's a scam and they want you to be polite about it. And I think that's rude. Absolutely. And just so you guys understand, like you, this, the building that this studio is in, like has like a, an intercom to even get in. So it's like, this person is not, obviously that's not a lot to go. You're, they're essentially inside. I mean, they are, they're inside the building. Yeah. Craziness. So I actually have a story about, and, and Hemda and and Keith love to roast me for being a big Yelpy boy. (laughs) Well, it's more Keith. Just (laughs) fair enough. Well, I got a little bit of Yelp in real life. Go out to brunch this Saturday 
And I ordered a breakfast flatbread, a breakfast pizza for you, unrefined swine. And uh, <laughs> that's the kind of yelping he does. Right? <laughs> I, I get my flatbread, and uh, it was it was delicious. It had pork and pineapple. It was a really interesting dish. Pineapple on your flatbread? You're white. I know, I know, but it was interesting, Sarah. But there was <laughs> just one small problem. The uh, the middle was really floppy. I couldn't actually eat it like a pizza. Ooh. I had to, you know, I couldn't even try, you know, when you do the triangle fold Ooh. and then you, yep. nope, couldn't even do that. I had to fold it back onto itself. So the manager comes up super bubbly. Hey guys, I just wanted to know how's everything going. And I said, Hey, um, I love the pizza. I would never send it back, but since you're asking, just so you know, the middle's a little bit soggy. Love it. It's a little bit floppy. Oh my God, we got Gordon Ramsay over here. She goes, it's on me. Ah. I got the pizza for free. I ate the whole damn thing. <laughs> That's wow. great. That's, That's nice of her. Good manager. I mean, if she is asking. Yeah. You're not like this. I'm not. I don't like the people who are like, and I'm not tipping the waiter now. Oh, wow. no. no. Fuck How is it his fault? Oh, no. my God. I was on a date. I didn't know I was on a date. This is back in the day. It's like 20 <laughs> years ago. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm an idiot. And I'm just like, oh, let's just hang out with this dude. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm on a date. Um, And he... He like sent his food back for whatever reason. He was right. Okay. And then, um, and then I saw like he, he, I think he paid and and he tipped, and uh, you, we were passing by the table on the way out, and I put more tip down, and I was trying to be really subtle about it. You're welcome. Uh. And then he called me out on it outside. He's like, I saw you tip more, and I was like, Well, I saw you tip shitty. So Ooh. I don't know. Oh, we've actually done this him. in a situation. It's it's not. Like, uh, he's like, well, I had to send the food back. And I was like, how is that your waiter's fault? Do you know that waiters don't get paid unless you tip them? So right. they did the right thing. They went back. They talked to the cook. They got you back your food in time. Yeah. And we had a lovely time. I mean, you, whatever. I don't know if you had a lovely time, but they did their job. Wow. Oof. Did he, do you think he understood that waiters don't also cook the food? I think Maybe he doesn't understand anything. And I decided to make balloons in the park for kids instead of hanging out with him for the rest of the day. <laughs> and his Love name it. is Key. <laughs> um, well, Hamda, it's been so fun having you. This it's is been, so fun. Yeah, it's been great. Absolute blast. We'll definitely have you back. And Yay. we've got Keith on the next episode. He's so, so. funny. Woo. Um, yeah, I mean, guys, listen to Keith and the girl. It's, uh, been around forever. It's an amazing podcast. So funny. Comes out three times a week. Five. Five. Is oh it? My oh my God. God. Yeah. We're past 3000 episodes. Oh we're insane. My God. Basically. Wow. Yeah. How do you have that much to talk about? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm chatty. We have an annual 24 hour marathon where we talk for 24 hours straight. <laughs> and then I still go home and like hang out with people and talk. Oh my God. So I, I am love it. insane. I think it energizes <laughs> me to like, you know, kind of run things and like back and forth with people. Oh my God. Awesome. It's really amazing. I told, I was telling Ronnie who uh, my friend Ronnie Fleming was on the show. Oh yeah. He was great. Yeah. Check out that episode. And I, I, you know, I was just saying how funny you guys are and, Thank you. and he, how funny and like how every time I do your show, I'm always like, Oh, we've, we got to like get that on our podcast and like figure out because you guys have such a good rapport and like the energy is so good. And you are and, such a delight. It'd be great to have both of you on or like, you yay. know, stop having Danny on, have Sarah on. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. That hasn't happened Love before. <laughs> Not everyone has left me. No, but 
he just put it so perfectly. He just goes, yeah, man, those people talk for a living. And I was like, damn, you're right. That's pretty much it. That's baller. That's good that you enjoy it. I really love it. Really, really love it. It's 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 a dream I didn't know I had because, you wow. know, it's not like my guidance counselor was like, you could podcast later. Uh, also, what's an iPod? It hasn't been invented yet. That's great. Well, is there anything else you want to plug? Anything else uh, these people should look at? I would love it if you guys listen to Keith and the Girl. And thank you guys for listening to me on this show. Uh, appreciate it and having me on. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Support local clowns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next Monday morning. <laughs>